This is EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm the Director of Community Outreach. The investment we make in this radio show is an investment in our community. We know that there are many wonderful people out there doing wonderful things, and we just want to make sure everyone's aware of who they are and what they're doing. We hope that by sharing with our community how our guests are making a difference, it'll inspire and encourage you to find a way to make a difference. Every year, there are about 12,000 new cases of spinal cord injuries with an average of 80% of the injuries occurring in males. Today, we're going to talk with a gentleman who is living with this injury and learn about how he is funding innovative research and improving the quality of life for people living with paralysis. And then we'll learn about a facility out in the Oconomowoc area that's connecting children with this and other physical disabilities and their families to the miracles of nature through some fun outdoor activities. My first guest is Chuck Stabenfeld from the Stabenfeld Family Charitable Foundation. Welcome to the show, Chuck. Thank you. I understand that you were injured about 45 years ago. Um, can you share with us what happened? Sure. Um, we were on vacation on wonderful Cape Cod, and there's been some storms out at sea, so the waves are kind of high and big, and I've been body surfing since I was four years old. I was oh, that sounds years. like fun. Yeah, it was, and I've been doing this since I was four, and I was 30 years old, and I unfortunately hopped on the wrong wave, and I got flipped over, and I ended up crushing uh, two vertebrae on my back and became a paraplegic instantly and uh, um, went on to, uh, uh, I was hospitalized for five months. I was in rehab for five years. Wow. So it was a, it was a very severe injury, but uh, I overcame it and I'm um, um, married to a wonderful lady that we have two daughters together and I ended up taking care of the kids for a couple of years and uh, got a little crazy because I couldn't stand doing nothing. And, uh, well, I imagine, yeah. you know, being disabled, you, you are somewhat compensated, but it wasn't, it wasn't the life I wanted to have. Sure. So um, after uh, a period of time, I ended up starting my own business. Okay. And uh, the business is uh, how uh, unbelievable related to golf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're having a golf outing. Uh-huh. And, uh, and what happened was I uh, was I became licensed with a Miller Brewing Company. It was just Miller at the time. Now it's Miller Coors. And I've worked with Miller Coors for the past 34 years and uh, basically I'm the sole supplier today of all their golf accessories, um, apparel and uh, clubs and balls and that type of thing. Oh, wow. That's and, great. And then, okay. Thank you. And then we also do all of um, the Corona brands, too. So we have two big customers that uh, uh, make make life interesting. And it's it's just a fun business because people say, well, what do you do for a living? And I'll tell them, well, we, uh, we have the fluffing stuff for adults. <laughs> you know. you and, drink beer and you play golf. <laughs> we play golf, and I do. By the way, I do still play golf. Yes, I've um, was able to play for quite a few years out of a regular cart, and then 
As my old body weakened, uh, we did some modifications, and a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Steve Seeker, had somebody that worked for him that was an engineer, and uh, he was able to construct a seat now that is on a uh, power golf cart, and it turns with a flip uh, handle, and then it also has another handle that drops you 20 degrees, so my feet are on the ground, and... uh, and and Can weren't I? weren't you excuse me weren't you involved in our stand up and play organization there for a while where you used yes. the paramobiles which yes, allows I have I have used the stand up and play okay uh, the uh, Karen Allen Becker is a sponsor in the state of Wisconsin for that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and generously let me use it uh, quite a few times and I like it it works mm-hmm. um, the only drawback I had with it is I try to play more golf than I should, but uh, oh. <laughs> it's, I look at more of a, uh, it's more of, I have a friend of mine that we played golf together for uh, over 35 years, and I miss not being in the same cart. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just some. there's just something about it, you know, okay. it's like. Well, it's just wonderful that you are able to, to get out and play and to, yeah. to do something that you love to do. Yeah, and I'm still a, uh, mm, an okay golfer. <laughs> It'll never be great. I was a very good golfer as a as a younger person. Before I was injured, I was a a, a mid seventy shooter, so which is pretty okay. good golf. Yeah, but I'm sure you're still pretty good. You're just being modest. It's <laughs> it's just okay. It's nothing, nothing, nothing great. It's for fun. That's for fun. <laughs> so, so what led to the foundation then? What led to it was I was involved with the National Spinal Cord Injury Association for many years. I was on their board for about 30-odd years, and it's a good organization. I was uh, I did a lot of good things with them. We did a lot of fundraising and a lot of uh, just typical things you do in organizations like that. And what happened was I think I became a little bit tired with it. Okay. I needed I needed a different different direction, and I wanted something that was going to be strictly for spinal cord research, and that's what made this uh, Stabenfeld Family Charitable Foundation Inc., which is a five hundred one three C approved organization. So uh, we're we're all very legit. We spend very very little money on anything, and we raise as much money as we can. And uh, by by doing that, I started this. The, our first annual was two years ago. We had a very successful uh, outing. We felt we had a uh, ninety six golfers, and it was a whole day. And my theory behind having a golf outing was, I just want everybody to have a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> um, and because if you push the money factor. You know, I mean, yes, we're trying to raise money for research, and all all the money we do raise goes for research, by the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it it just becomes it's kind of bottlenecks you. It makes it it's a little bit overkill. It's too much. But if you just have fun, and then you have your raffles and your other stuff later on, everybody's had such a good time that it's 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 not like oh now I have to spend a few dollars to support this thing. Sure. You well, know, you start with the fun, and then you know right. it leads into other wonderful things. It, and it does. It does. As a matter of fact, our first outing, 
which was, I said, two years ago, we raised $17,500. Nice. And uh, all that money on the first year went to the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation, which is a national organization. I've been a supporter of theirs for uh, quite a few years. As a matter of fact, they honored me last year. In our second year, I was um, spotlighted in their annual report. Uh, telling nice. about the good work that we've done, and Congratulations. Uh, I'm part of the Reeve Group now, or Ooh, the there you, go. you know whatever. But <laughs> and we have a good close connection with them, and mm-hmm. we have we bring lots of materials along that you can read about spinal cord injury. You know, one one of the big things today is I don't think a lot of people realize it. In the United States, there's 5.2 million people mm. that are spinal cord injured. So. And these these uh, these operations, the uh, Reeve Foundation, and now in the um, last year we brought on the um, Freighter Spinal Cord. We're doing uh, we're supporting uh, Dr. Kerpad, who is the spinal cord research guy at Freighter, and all of, the half of the money now goes to them. So we we looked at it as kind of a good balance. Reeve, Reeve Foundation had no problems with it because of the fact that um, we had a kind of a regional uh, donor that was receiving money, which is Freighter, and then a national, which is uh, the Reeve Foundation. So they felt it was a good mix too, because you want to have an appeal to her, to the local community and also to the national community. So. It it just worked well from a recognition standpoint. Absolutely. So so you're saying that your primary source of funding and raising funds is the annual golf outing, which we will elaborate on in the next segment. Right. Um, so I said at the beginning of the show that spinal cord injuries occur 80% of the time in males, partly because males are more likely to engage in risk-taking behavior. But what is the average age at the time of injury? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group, and I'm talking with Chuck Stabenfeld from the Stabenfeld Charitable Foundation. Research shows that the average age at the time of injury, is 42 years old. What I find interesting is that it's 42 years old because if most are caused by risk-taking behavior, you would think that that age would be much younger. I have a son who's 23 years old, and he has given me every reason to pray 24-7 because of all the risk-taking things he does, like dirt bike racing and jumping and snowboard tricks, 360 jumps off of a ramp into water. It's crazy. The list goes on and on. But research shows that vehicle crashes are the leading cause of injury at 38%, followed by falls at 30%, violence at 13%, and then the sports and recreation activities come in after that at only 9%. I find that interesting. Like many things, research is key to understanding more about spinal cord injuries and how to develop better ways to treat and care for those affected. So tell us, Chuck, how and to whom is the Stabenfeld Charitable Foundation contributing to continue research on this topic. Okay. Number one, uh, the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation, uh, who are, they are, they're on the cutting edge of research today. They're involved in, uh, what they do is they place epidermally a, um, an electric 
implant device um, above the injury, the spinal cord injury, and then they have it hooked up on the other side of that injury. They're doing some major projects with this right now, very expensive. And and they're, they, they started off with four people. I believe it was about three years ago, and they were complete paraplegics, and they had them doing some walking, wow, standing right? uh, out of this test. Now they're, now they're taking another group of 36 people, and they're repeating the same uh, scenario that they did with the four. And, it, and it, it's very, very encouraging. It looks like there's going to be some really big progress there. Yeah, because I had heard that after, and I don't know if this is correct or not, but I had read that after six months from the injury that it gets increasingly more difficult for the the individual to resume normal activities. That's true because the scarring from the it's the scarring from the injury. It's not it's not what a lot of people think. It's not, it's not other things, it's that scar. So if there if you slice it, it's and it grows back together. It does grow back together somewhat, but the nerve endings are not reconnecting. Okay. That's what's happening. That's, that's why they're doing this electrical jump. And so that's that's one aspect of it that's that seems to have um, some real legs to it. That's going to going to make a big big difference for a lot of people. Okay. Uh, I think Medtronics is involved with it, with also with the Reeve Foundation. So they, you know, they've got some big players. So they know what they're doing. And and locally uh, at Freighter with uh, uh, Dr. Kerpad, uh, we have the other half of the money is uh, that we raise is donated to his research team. It's it's unrestricted. And the reason I like that is because we're we're obviously a small player in this. We're a, we're running a small golf outing, and we're picking up a few thousands of dollars. But it isn't like the big foundations that are donating millions. And but every dollar un- counts, I'm sure it does. Yes. But with these with these unrestricted funds, they can come up with some really I- different ideas that people would never connect with a spinal cord injury. And for five or ten thousand dollars, they can pursue that idea to see if you never know where a breakthrough is going to come, and it could come from that. And Kerpad has been uh, uh, explained that to me a, a few times when I've met him about how how it's how it's spent that way. So there is a need for that type of funding too, where it is the much smaller, but it's it's just kind of an intimate situation as whether or not it's going to work is is really really unknown for mm-hmm. the other ones they have a little bit more better sea legs to them i guess you could say okay and there probably are a number of organizations out there that um contribute funds um to the um to the special needs uh, population, but you specifically want your dollars to go to research. Absolutely. Every dime we raise goes to research. I am passionate about that, uh, which brings me back to the outing for a second. When we run this outing, uh, <clears throat> people are really shocked at first, but they many of them who attended know me well enough. Uh, we have sponsorship. We have all types of things. We have raffles and that whole thing. But what it is is we have a we have a continental breakfast to start with. Uh, it starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. You sign up and register. You have the golf range that you can go to. We have um, this. This is all inclusive in the fee, which is only $125 to play. Oh, 
okay. which is which is very reasonable. Very reasonable. And you get lunch at the turn. You get a breakfast and uh, lunch and golf. Right. Wow. You, you get a <laughs> and you games. Get a, right. You get a kosher hot dog and chips. Well then, and okay. some soda and beer. Uh huh. And then in the afternoon, we have a, a good friend of mine uh, who comes down from there. Actually, in there, Glen Beulah, Wisconsin. Fudgy Knuckles, I'll give them a little prompt. Fudgy it, Knuckles? Fudgy Knuckles is the name of the bar and restaurant that they have. And he smokes brisket and chicken and all kinds of things. Ooh. For us, he smokes brisket and chicken. Um, we just, he's, uh, he does not charge for his services. We pay for the, the meats, but he, he does this as, as gratis. Okay. And uh, then we have... Um, you know the potato salad and coleslaw and all the other, the ranch beans and cornbread and everything that goes with it, and it's a fabulous meal and people just love it. And as a matter of fact, we we plan on a half a pound of brisket per person, and we wow, still that's a run big sandwich. and we still run out at the end. I mean, these guys <laughs> just pile it up and they love it and they have a great time. But you know the and then we have raffles and uh, uh, we have some auctions, okay. and, and we just have a lot of fun, but. Uh, we've been able to. I think we've we've done very well raising money. First year we raised seventeen thousand five hundred dollars, and good. the second year we raised twenty three thousand dollars. And this year it's up to people who are listening to this show that if they want to be a sponsor or they want to play. By the way, all the golfers at, with one hundred and twenty five, you get everything that I talked about included. You also get a Callaway shirt that's logoed for our event. You get some golf balls, top top end golf balls, and a few other little surprises that are in there. Nice. So it's it's really a bargain. The, the The goodie bag for the player is worth about sixty five bucks. Nice. So, so you're really you're for 125 dollars. Well. You're doing something fun. Right. You're getting a breakfast, a wonderful lunch, and you're contributing to an awesome cause. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I'm. I'm passionate about this, and I have, I have a small business that I, I mentioned earlier. That the gals that work for me, they're involved in this. That's gratis from their side. They help out, and we have a just a wonderful day out at uh, Edgewood Golf Course in Big Bend, and it's it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, give us the date again. The date is July twenty third. July twenty third, and we already have established that it's going to be a fantastic day, starting at eight o'clock in the morning. Absolutely, breakfast and then some games, golfing, fantastic lunch. Yeah, and then uh, for Texas organizations, barbecue. the Texas barbecue and the fudgy knuckles, fudgy, fudgy knuckles, fudgy is, knuckles does the does all the smoking <laughs> of the meats. Chicken and brisket. Fudgy's doing the roasting. So, yes. okay. <laughs> Is that named after an individual? Fudgy Knuckles. <laughs> no, it's, it's a very long story. It takes too long. <laughs> I, I think we, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a friend of mine who, who owned it who unfortunately passed away. Kurt and I were good friends for 45 years, and we had met in Ohio when we were working in the discount business and, and kind of lost touch, but we got back together, and he bought this place up in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin, and turned it into a marvelous business. And uh, his son-in-law and daughter now run it, and they've done even a better job. 
So it's so it's, you continue to be connected. We we continue to be connected, and we appreciate all the help they've given us. That's wonderful. So again, uh, let's let's talk about websites and contact information. So if people, we want to make sure people understand that this is the uh, the main event. This this right. is the main event this for the Stabenfeld Charitable Foundation, right. and uh, all the proceeds will go to research. And uh, half will go to uh, the Freydard Hospital locally, and half will go to the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation. Yep. Um, so for those of you that love to golf and love to eat and want to eat some fudgy knuckles brisket and, and mm-hmm. have a, a, a fun day, we encourage you to check it out. So Chuck, where would they go to check it out? Well, there's uh, there's two ways to do it. You can call our office, which is 262 522 3500 ask for either myself chuck or tracy and uh we will steer you in the right direction to get on to the website which is uh i'll give you the website is kind of long so the get number, your pencils ready get your pencils ready right <laughs> it's http double dot two slashes www.golfoutingpro.com slash event Slash Stabenfeld, S T A B E N F E L D T, Family Charitable Foundation. Wow, I think I ran out of ink there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, we don't need the HTTP or the WWW, but right. say slowly after that it's golf outing pro pro dot com slash event slash Stabenfeld Family charitable foundation okay now we don't expect everybody to remember that or possibly if you're driving we don't want you may have to pull over to write that one down but but, um you can certainly get that information uh, by uh, reaching out to me at jill at ellenbecker.com and we can give you the the contact information that chuck just shared with us so um thank Thank you you for for being here chuck Getting outside is so important for everyone, for physical, mental, and social benefits, but especially so for those with special needs. But the logistics of outdoor play can sometimes be a big challenge. Stay tuned to learn about a facility in Oconomowoc that is offering a solution. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. My next guest is Terry Bartowitz, president of Zachariah's Acres in Oconomowoc. Welcome to the show, Terry. Good to be here. Thank you for the invitation. You're certainly welcome. Before the break, I said how important it is to get outside and play. For everyone, really, but especially for kids with special needs, and especially as it relates to physical, mental, and social benefits. I was at a Journey of Generosity event earlier this year out in Oconomowoc, and I saw the Zacharias Acres sign not far from where I was, and I thought, hmm, that's where it is. Now I know. I'd been introduced to you by a a prior guest on the show who suggested that I interview Zacharias Acres because of the great work that you do in the community. 
So I reached out and I made an initial contact with your director of community impact. And then Karen Ellenbecker was actually at a charity event and met a guy who's on your board. And so she contacted me or she reached out to me and said, I think you should talk to somebody at Zacharias Acres. And I said, I already did. And I actually know where they, where they're located too. So that's, that's great. Things just tend to fall into place when they're meant to happen, right? You were destined to be a guest on our radio show. So, Terry, tell me about Zacharias Acres and how did you get involved personally? Zacharias Acres is a nonprofit organization based in Oconomowoc, and we exist to serve children and young adults with special needs. Specifically, our mission is to connect children and their families to the miracles of nature so they might know their creator. In essence, a lot of the families we serve are unchurched and aren't frequently included in activities that we might take for granted. And that is taking a walk outside, going to a park, riding a bike, fishing, riding in a hay wagon, maybe going up into a treehouse. And while we might have done those things while we were younger, we don't stop to think about what if somebody's in a wheelchair or uses a walker and desires to do those things as well. So Zacharias Acres was conceived some years ago to accommodate these special guests who say to them, you can be yourself here. Regardless of your ability, you can participate at Zacharias Acres. You might do things differently, but you can still do. And we're going to find a way to allow you to ride in that hay wagon, to catch your first fish, to toast your first marshmallow. So when the 30,000-foot flyover idea was presented to me in 2010, I was tasked with, do I have the capacity the time, the desire to take this on because the gentleman who was sharing this with me in essence said, I have acreage in Oconomowoc and I will give you free and clear this acreage if you promise to serve the underserved. Oh my, what an invitation, right? Absolutely. So it gave me great pause. It put me on my heels and I had to think about it in a lot of ways and pray about it and determine, am I going to speak about this, wonder about it, or am I going to take action? And I determined at that point in time that I was going to take action and turn it over to God and uh, allow him to be the board of directors mm-hmm. and uh, I'll work through us. And we've been fortunate. We've been blessed. We've served over 14,000 people since 2012, and we have great positive momentum. That's awesome. You know, we talk to so many individuals from uh, philanthropic organizations that talk about how the organization was not their... Um, their initial go-to, maybe vocationally, or, you know, it wasn't something that they thought they were going to do, but that they prayed about it, or God just brought the opportunity to them, and they were obedient, uh, and they just followed his lead. And it's wonderful to just see how, when we are obedient and faithful, that God will just open doors and provide these things that we may have never thought possible, right? I mean, the fact that there's somebody that was uh, willing to donate their land uh, to this uh, project is fantastic and that there was a reason why the two of you met and God brought the two of you together. So that's that's wonderful. So you uh, you serve the special needs community and their families. So is this, it's located out in Oconomowoc, but is it open to people from all over? Do you have people from out of state, uh, people from outside of Waukesha County coming? Yes, we do. We largely serve Waukesha and Milwaukee County simply because of our geographic location. But for an example, we had an event this last Friday evening, and it was a picnic for our special families. Uh, normally functioning siblings, grandma, grandpa, aunts, and uncles, because if somebody's going to undertake a first in their life, 
We could certainly send them a picture on social media, but better yet, we'd rather have grandpa there to see that loved one catch their first fish, ride in the hay wagon, wheel up into an accessible treehouse, go into our accessible orchard and pick an apple or harvest an egg from our chicken coops. And people came from Cudahy, Racine, Milwaukee, Waukesha, certainly the surrounding communities. But we have guests from Metro Chicago, Green Bay, Madison, Appleton, Oshkosh. There aren't a lot of opportunities for these special families. Mm-hmm. So when they hear that they're going to be accepted, accommodated, not stared at, but rather sure. loved and challenged, somebody's going to raise the bar on their behalf and say in no uncertain terms, we believe that your loved one can do certain things, and we're going to make sure that we facilitate that. They might do it differently, but that's okay. Don't we all do things differently from each other? Exactly. And that's the beauty of it, really. I mean, if we were all alike, how boring would that be, right? Amen. <laughs> God, God uh, gifts us in, in unique ways. So how do you staff your organization then? I mean, do you have um, OCs and, and um, you know other health professionals, healthcare professionals that work for you, or are you specifically relying on the families of the special needs community? Well, we require that the primary caregiver accompany that, that child, that young adult. Okay. Uh, contingent upon disability or diagnosis, we are not staffed appropriately. If we have 150 people guests on site and you have seizure disorders and various other ailments, uh, we don't have the medical capacity. But what's real important about that is if you have the normally functioning sibling, brother or sister, or extended family member experiencing those activities with their loved one, there's great beauty in that. Oh, absolutely. And what we found, it's amazing. One of the many blessings is that we have occupational therapists, physical therapists, students at Marquette and Carroll University and various places that come to us to say, this is my competency, this is my training, this is what I did for X amount of years. Now I can do it here out of pure passion and love for these constituents. I get to avoid the bureaucracy, if you will. I get to have fun and allow these kids and these young adults to be themselves, to be accepted, to be accommodated, to be included, to be loved. So 450 repeat volunteers on an annual basis allow us to make this happen. Oh, that's great. Also allows us to say to a donor, a supporter, when you give us... Uh, support, in-kind donations, monetary resources. You can rest assured it goes straight to our constituents. It's not watered down. While we employ two people, those people are funded by the board of directors so that still today I can say to a donor, when you give us $10, when you give us $100, every penny will go to that special individual and their family to be accepted and to be served at Zacharias Acres. Mm, That's fantastic. And again, you you serve... The special needs community, uh, which is a wide range. Uh, you know, I was just thinking we had Chuck Stabenfeld in here, the first segment, and and his spinal cord injury. Do you have, um, you know, I don't know that you have plans to have a, a golf course on site because you certainly have the acreage, yeah. but do you ever do off-site? Do you ever go off-site um, for you know, to, to, to bring people in and maybe go off-site anywhere for a special field trip of sorts, or do you do everything on-site? With the exception of a couple of fundraisers that are off-site, everything we do is on-site. An example would be uh, Racine Unified School District uh, sent their special ed department to Zacharias Acres, two busloads full of special kids wow. okay. who got to come out, ride in a hay wagon, go fishing. Sometimes we release pheasants and quails from the hay wagon. They ended their day in the treehouse with lunch, and it was difficult to get them to leave because they were comfortable. They were having fun. The therapeutic benefit of nature is amazing. It boggles my mind that we pay 
to have studies done that ultimately say, hey, you know, if you get out in nature, it can be calming and soothing and actually do you some good from your health, from your mental perspective, from your outlook. Mm -hmm. And at Zacharias Acres, we keep it really simple. While we have development on our campus and we have accessible structures, we give God the credit and we are not shy to say he had a really good day when he made this piece of earth and it's incumbent upon us to make it available to our special guests. So most all activities, with the exception of fundraisers, take place at Zacharias Acres. But that's part of the beauty, too, because we are the destination. And in Oconomowoc, you might drive 35 minutes from Milwaukee, but it's otherworldly. It's as if you've driven three or four hours up north because yeah. we have ponds, we have lots of trees, prairie grasses, wildflowers, lots of wildlife, uh, an orchard, magnificent things that aren't in the ordinary or average backyard. Oh, I mean, I've, I've been there. I mean, I've seen it. From, I haven't been able to get into the <laughs> site but i've seen it from a distance and the definite uh, definitely beautiful area so you do you have a chance to do any kind of um sharing of the gospel when you're with people that are there i mean it's not a christian only uh organization obviously for the participants but do you have an opportunity to get together and and share uh any part of the story of 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 God and and we we do and we we take it as it comes so that people are comfortable so that they know regardless of faith agnostic no faith any faith under the sun they're welcome at Zacharias Acres we honor God and the way we do that because in my opinion we're unqualified to honor him directly so the way we honor God is we love his people Absolutely. And we love his people that are the least included in society. A generation ago, these special forks were institutionalized. And now we realize that they're simply trapped in their own body. They have the same desires, but, you know, if they can't speak, how do they represent themselves? So it's almost like being in a comatic state where you're well aware of everything going on around you. You just can't respond to it. And how infuriating might that be? So we look at our special guests and we say to them, you're no less made in his image than we are. Mm -hmm. And we will, in fact, start every event with a prayer walk, a walk or roll. And we will stop at scriptures on paths and contemplate them and have people read aloud and maybe share what they're stressed with, what they're challenged by, and what support they might need. So while we don't cure anybody's diagnoses, Mm -hmm. we give them an opportunity to be themselves, to be comfortable, and to know in no uncertain terms terms, they are no less than we are. Those who can walk and talk are no greater than them. In fact, I would argue that they give us such perspective on the important things, the wind in your face, the cloud that just rolled by, the leaves rustling in the wind, that turkey that just cruised by, that sandhill crane. They give us pause to say, from whence does that come? That's amazing. We're surrounded by miracles, and yet in our fast-paced world, we don't have the ability or the patience to stop and breathe it in. But our special guests move at a pace that compel us to slow down and say, you know what, enough with our five minutes of fame in reality television. Let's give God credit because he deserves a great deal of it. Oh, wow. Well said. Very well said. Thank you. Uh, One of the goals of our shows is to discuss ways that the community can get involved practical, tangible ways that you can have an impact. So stay tuned to learn what can be done with a donation of $20 up to $2,500. We'll be right back. You're listening to EIG Community Connection with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. 
Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach. And I'm talking here with Terry Bartowitz from Zacharias Acres in Oconomowoc. So, Terry, let's talk specifics. Sometimes it's hard for people to visualize or wrap their arms around what can be done with their donations. Um, I did some research on your website, and it said that a one-time gift of $2,500 will provide an additional hay wagon. And a one-time gift of $1,000 will sponsor a free event for 50 special needs families. That's fantastic. A one-time gift of $100 will provide supplies for 100 craft kits for children to enjoy. And your monthly gift of $20 will allow you to plant and care for 370 seedlings for one year. Now, I know that's some specific detail, but I like knowing that. It's kind of like the catalog that you get from Samaritan's Purse, right, that tells you that you can buy a baby blanket for $6, you can feed a hungry baby for a week for $10, you can get some chickens for a family for $14, you can give a water filter system to a family for $100, you can share the cost of a, uh, a drilling a well. You know, it's all tangible, right? And it's a great way to have your kids involved in picking out what they want to give specifically. So, so tell us how the community can get involved in Zacharias Acres, maybe individually from a business standpoint. I'm sure there are a number of different ways. Absolutely. With hundreds of repeat volunteers, they find fulfillment and value at Zacharias Acres because they're busy. There are things to do. There are people to serve. And through servitude comes fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And it's a rather interesting equation that it's lined up in that way. But our volunteers tend to come back repeatedly because they're comfortable, they're challenged, they're stretched. They're learning about things that they didn't have access to before. And that might be a child with special needs who's interested in planting vegetables. More importantly than just planting, they might plan them, they might weed water, they might harvest them, and then bring them to a local food pantry. So if If you are a gardener, if you have a green thumb, you can certainly come out. We have nearly 4,000 square feet of raised gardens. We have 125 acres, most of which is tillable. We have a fruit orchard, a greenhouse. There's always activities to participate in in an ambassadorship sort of role where you might be matched with a special individual, young man, young woman, who uh, needs uh, tutelage to show where are the activities, what can I participate in, do I have a new friend who's going to use my name, make eye contact, smile at me, and make me feel welcome so that I too want to come back to Zacharias Acres. The community at large, businesses and churches and service organizations allow us to serve. We'll serve 5,200 people free of charge this year alone, and we do that with two employees and hundreds of repeat volunteers so that when people donate to us it's not necessarily dollar for dollar but rather we invest their money so that they have an appropriate impact we go to local businesses who might donate water or brats that we might fry for our families so they come to Zacharias Acres for first-time activities and leave with a tummy full of good food as well okay so community partners I mean, we talk again about collaboration and how important that is there's so many wonderful things wonderful people that are doing wonderful things in the community and if we can work together in some fashion to have provide a great outcome 
for How sure. How wonderful is that, right? Absolutely. Right. Church groups come out. We just had Rotarians visit us, and we okay. hand-planted 800 evergreens because in five or seven years, those evergreens will be large enough to harvest for Christmas. And mm-hmm. that's one of our events. The weekend after Thanksgiving, families come out, and they'll harvest a Christmas tree. That might take them 20 minutes, but then they stay on site because we have Christmas carolers. We have a bonfire going, hot chocolate. We have a craft activity in the barn. 800 guests came out this last year to participate in a Christmas tree cut, which is good family fun. Oh, absolutely. I, I got to get involved in that one. That's fun. Now, I don't have a green thumb at all, so I can't, <laughs> I don't think I would be good at planting the seedling. Sure. What about games? I'm good at games. Absolutely. I love sports. Yeah. You know, we can get involved somehow like that. And you had mentioned um, students. You know, there, there are so many opportunities for uh, kids to get out there and help kids. Yeah. Right. So Absolutely. if anybody, if a school, right, if, mm-hmm. if they want to have some kids come in and, and donate some time or, you know, do you work specifically with any particular schools like out in the Oconomowoc area? Um, if there's a school within 50 miles of Zacharias Acres, they are not only aware of us, they have visited. Okay. And what we've come to learn is since we serve children with special health care needs in their families, special ed departments are yearning for places to go. While the zoo is a wonderful place, you can only go there so many times in the right. school year. Yeah. And that's a bit of a spectator sport. But if you come to Zacharias Acres and you're tasked with doing something in a garden or in the greenhouse or on site, and you actually have a volunteer job, people are looking at you as an individual with value. Value, who can produce, who can do things. So you gain self-confidence, self-awareness, self-esteem, and you're allowed to say, you know what? I am thrilled by this. I've got people who believe in me, who are challenging me. I might not be able to verbally respond in real time to them, but I can feel the fact that they have confidence and they see me as a person of significance. That's a big deal. Now, how does that translate to the normally functioning population? We'll have school groups come out. A specific example is 26 young ladies from a high school lacrosse team came out, and they were looking for volunteer hours in the community. What they didn't know was that we had a special group out there that day as well. So when the young ladies came, they were paired up with individuals their same age who had a diagnosis, a disability, some type of special needs. So when you see an athlete, a varsity athlete, working with somebody in a wheelchair who's never walked in their life, let alone run, think about the impact and the perspective you've just granted that young lady who might have pulled a muscle, had knee surgery, will recover in time, working with somebody who will never recover who has a shortened life expectancy. So what I complained about yesterday is not what I will complain about today. Yeah, and not only is the the person that's helping, you would think that that uh, the the special needs individual is just being blessed by that partnership or that relationship, but think about how the high school student is just probably more so having much more of an impact the other way. For sure. The the guests we serve are used to two things. They're accustomed to being stared at by strangers, mm-hmm. and they're accustomed to being ignored by their classmates because they're not first chair in orchestra. They're not the lead in the play. They're not the varsity athlete. They're not the most popular person. But they are the person made with perspective, made in God's image, that allows us to pause and say to ourselves, how fortunate am I? Absolutely. It's compassion with boots on, right? Yeah. Um, so I love asking people why they do what they do. You know, I think the compassionate, caring element is so inspirational. So, so you talked a little bit about it before, but, um, you know, why do you do what you do? I'm so very blessed. Um, and 
have thought of myself as the luckiest guy I know because as the youngest of 10 children being raised in Wauwatosa in a very small house, we felt like we had everything because we had love. Mm. And I had a fortunate career on a lot of different levels. And you reach a point where you say, I've survived, I've succeeded. Now, where's the significance in my life? Yeah, what next? Absolutely. And it's incumbent upon us to give back. And I read a book some years ago with the theme that ultimately said your last check should go to the undertaker and it should bounce. <laughs> and the theory behind that was do some good while you're here. Yes. See the smiles that you impart upon people. If you've been blessed, share the bounty with them. Absolutely. And have some fun in the process. And I said it earlier, the more you give, the more you serve selflessly, the more fulfillment you receive. Yeah, definitely. Um, wow. Uh, events. Uh, we're running close on on time here. So the uh, events that you have coming up, you have a, a golf outing as well coming mm-hmm. up. Absolutely, ZacharyasAcres.org will give you the events not only for the families, but also for friend raisers. So August sixth, we have a golf outing, Oconomowoc Golf Club, private club, beautiful course in Oconomowoc, and then we follow up with a walk and roll at Zacharias Acres, a one mile walk and roll, a five k, and this year we added a half marathon. Oh boy! Okay. And it's on trails, so you don't oh, have nice. impact, you don't have the pounding. You're supporting a good cause, and you'll see some beautiful scenery without crossing public roads. Ah, very nice, very nice, and you went out in the elements, which is ideal. No yes. better way to commune with God than. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Terry, for sharing all about Zacharias Acres and all the wonderful things that you do. Uh, I want to also thank my guest today, Chuck Stabenfeld from the Stabenfeld Charitable Foundation. If you'd like further information about the people or the organizations we talked to today, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com or you can call our office at 262 691-3200 691-3200 or you can go to our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to the podcast from this show or our Money Sense show. And you can also ask Alexa for help by saying, Alexa, play WISN AM 1130 on your Amazon device or you can also tune in via the iHeartRadio app. Join us again in two weeks as we talk with other inspirational guests who will share information about how they're making a difference in our community. We hope you've been inspired today to use your passion, your talents, and your energy to get involved with a local nonprofit in your community. Find a way to be a blessing and give a blessing. Have a great night.